Welcome to our reality, everyone. I don't know why you're here, but I'm glad you are because tonight we are going to go over this unfortunate week three eviction of Big Brother 22 All-Stars. We're going to go everything in the episode and kind of go over uh, a little bit of the live feed action from uh, the past few days, even though most of it was that David Gate that you saw, which miraculously even made it into tonight's episode. Uh, but we're going to cover everything that happened tonight and we're going to manifest, we're going to pray, whatever you want to do, uh, we're going to try it to make sure we get <laughs> probably a case or HOH by the end of this podcast. Who knows if the HOH competition will be done by then. Uh, it's still ongoing as we speak, but um, by the time this podcast is over, we might have a new HOH. So our hope may be shot by the end of this, or it may be fulfilled. And if you're watching this or listening to this after the fact on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast platform that we are on, and you're like, oh God, they were hopeful for no reason. Um, that may be the case tonight, but through throughout this podcast from here on out, I'm going to hope that Kaser's going to win HOH. I am sure uh, my co-hosts are also hoping for the same thing. Uh, but we're going to get into everything. If you want to subscribe to the channel, if you aren't subscribed yet, if you want to like this video, if you haven't, that would help us out a ton. My name is Barrett. Joining me as always is the lovely Roxy Hopman and Daniel Icon Brown. We are in mourning tonight, guys, because on the 200th day uh, in, in the Big Brother house, Janelle Pierzino was evicted on a 9-2 to two vote. And I know Daniel is going to have stronger feelings than Roxy on this because you guys were arguing leading up to the podcast about this very thing. Arguing, were we? Well, I mean, you're... No, we you're... weren't arguing. Barrett's just... Right. Barrett's trying to incite <laughs> drama for purposes Listen, of the podcast. I'm, I'm, the I'm the Maury Povich of this, of this entire scenario here. I'm fixing I would... to be eating my sushi, folks. My delivery just came. Sorry. That's okay. And we were not arguing. Your, but your form of conversation with Daniel is probably subjectively an argument to a lot of people. Well, it's antagonistic at best, but yes, <laughs> this is how we love each other. <laughs> well, let me let me go ahead Indeed. and go, let me go ahead and go to Daniel. Uh, obviously, Daniel, you are a big contributor to the Save Janelle uh, movement that was going on this week. It was it was unsuccessful, although we did have some hope especially today that there might be some form of safety buyback battle back it was to no avail because the first thing julie says to us when the episode starts is one of them will be going home and it's like god julie already like 10 seconds into this episode and you're already like busting our chops about this daniel how are you feeling right now i know i know you're sad it's like okay it's weird like i obviously am like devastated like janelle was is my favorite player of Big Brother. I do think watching her this season, she has went like one inch above Rachel Riley, but I do love Rachel Riley a lot. So it's so frustrating to see this happen. But in a way, like I feel very like stress free watching now in a sense where like I don't feel like, oh my God, you know, just survived, just survived. Like it kind of is just like, just like get it over with. And like, so I can like just finish. But, and then again, I just sometimes don't even want to finish because like, what's the point anymore? But it's so sad, but I mean, it was inevitable. They were just so obsessed with her since day one and no one could have overcome her target. Not even Dr. Will, not even Dan Giesling, no one. Yes. Uh, I, I, I think it was, it was obviously a lost cause for her from the get go. There were a couple of people in that house that I genuinely do think would have rather have had Kaser go. 
Uh, and we saw a little bit tonight that maybe Tyler has a couple of those feelings of just, wow, I got a huge target out of this house. Maybe that wasn't the best move for me. Of course, he has had kind of a, a bit of a turmoil in his head the past couple of days with David shooting up his game, which is probably the last person that he expected to alter his game a lot about. But we saw a lot of that tonight. Well, at least uh, a lot of you saw that tonight. Maybe not people that live in my area that had the weather take over the, the entire TV during the David segment and uh, the beginning parts of the episode. But thankfully, Twitter comes through in moments like this or BMX TV comes through in moments like this. Uh, and we're able to fill in the gaps from there. But yeah, I, I don't know. There were a couple of Janelle supporters in that house, but it was it, it was shot from the start. It, it seemed like there was going to be no getting over, especially with Nicole Franzel and uh, Danny Briones pushing for Janelle out since essentially day one. You're not going to get anything really past them. But on the other hand, Danny's going to be someone we talk about a lot in this episode uh, <laughs> because of a little hinky vote that we got, which may have gotten some false hope to a lot of people as soon as that happened. And it was followed right right up by well, Enzo. She said, though, she said on the feeds, yes, yes but today it was it was today. Was that today? Look, I didn't get home until two thirty or three last night. I was trying to beat the hurricane home because I was in Texas. And I tried to pay attention, so I don't know what day it is. I don't know what's happening, but I did see the whole conversation where she was like, I, maybe we could do that. Like, I kind of halfway was like, is she, like, low-key trying to save without coming out and saying she wants to save her? What's going on? But <laughs> no anyway. Way. No, yeah, it was it was something that I, a lot of people didn't, I guess, get word about, especially from BB Update Twitter accounts. Uh, but it was a big thing that she talked about with Cody earlier about wanting to throw these hinky votes um, to save Janelle just with the votes and then pin it on uh, Davon and Bailey, who are essentially the next two targets in line for if you're just keeping it with the committee alliance, if you're talking about where they're going uh, ahead of schedule. But she talked about it with Cody. Cody was like, no, I don't really want to do that at all. Like, not even a little bit. And she was like, ah, oh, it could be fun, though. And he's like, no, I don't want to do that. And then, But I guess she went to Enzo, and it's something that I didn't see. I don't know if it was actually on the feeds. And I guess Enzo was like, sure. Or Danny just was like, okay, I'll do it myself then. And it's like she went full Thanos, uh, and she went into the diary room and did it herself. <laughs> and maybe Enzo just happened to also throw a hinky vote because he did it last week. We don't know. But nonetheless... They did it, and immediately when Janelle got out there and Julie asked her about those two votes, she was like, was it Dave, Vaughn, and Bailey? So it's it's going to be interesting to see if people in the house have the same kind of feelings or if we're going to have the opposite effect, uh, and this plan may blow up in Danny's face because she yeah, talked about it with Cody. Nobody's going to... Like, inside the house, I don't think people are... There may be some people that think it's... Um, Bay and Day initially, but I don't think that will last long because Danny already said it to Cody. Exactly. And I think she, I do think she had that conversation with Enzo, but like I said, look, I was trying to get home in front of the hurricane and then it's been storming at my house all day. So I don't really know a whole lot, but I'm pretty certain. I know for a fact she said it to Cody. I'm pretty certain she also said it to Enzo. So even if the house initially believes that it's it might be yeah. Bay and Day, that's not going to last. That's going to come back to bite her. Daniel, what do you think? Along with everything else that all of the other things that Danny has said and done in the house, what in the world? Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely think it's an attempt to put a target on 
Bailey and Davon's back as if it isn't already there, which is if I if she does it to reinforce a target that's already there, I think that's stupid. I think that if she does do something with it, she should try and pin it on someone else. Um, I, I don't know who, but I think it's stupid just to, like, nail something into the ground, like, over and over again. Like, we see this every season. Like, it's like everyone just jump. It's like, for your visual, like, the football's thrown, and, like, all the football players just, like, jump on the one football. Like, that's, like, literally, like, modern Big Brother. Just, oh, there's a target right there. Okay, put everything on it. We got to get it all. Like, that's... jump onto one football? Yeah, like you know, you know, everybody like, knows that in football they have more than one ball on the field at a time. They, you don't know that? No, shut up, Roxy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the football armor, and they get out there with multiple balls. Yes, <laughs> the field is mostly balls. I will it's say that all it's like probably ninety eight percent balls at least. You know <laughs> Shut up. Which is, which is really what this BB twenty two house is turning into. But I digress. Oh, we should, really? we should talk. We should talk a little bit uh, about since we're talking about the Hiki votes. <laughs> I'm going to forget if I don't mention it right now. Julie's reaction to Danny's vote was like, I don't know. Mm. Like I I don't know if Julie was okay tonight. She had a few moments where I was like, is she is she here tonight? Is she or is she? in a in a different universe is is she on the cbs site or is she off in her own little land in her own little studio i don't know she I was in like stan land a little bit don't you think yeah but like it, it paid off in some moments when you know janelle no came out and she was just like i love you and so i was like okay i can take this julie it wasn't joking julie it was more like <laughs> i don't i don't stan julie stan, was right. yeah stan julie yeah but let, like, let, julie let me, i want to play the clip after danny voted out uh, Kaser, just uh, hear her reaction one more time. Hi, Danny. Hey, Julie. Please cast your vote to evict. <laughs> I vote to evict Kaser. Thank you. Thanks. Tennessee Dom, I love you. All right, let me get back on script. I'm just a little bit. What is happening? All right, there is out. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 was that. Oh, um, <laughs> oh sorry. Did you not? Did I didn't you not hear listen? it. Oh. <laughs> no. Did you not click no, watch stream? You gotta click no, watch I'm stream. No, I'm doing it right now. Okay. I'm doing it right now. Look, I was too busy concentrating on getting my sushi and my and my dumplings here. Oh, okay. Well, your laugh was very convincing. I'll say that. Wasn't it though? I'm, I'm sure. I think everyone in the chat said, "Oh my God, Roxy definitely watched it." She's 100 percent watching that. <laughs> like, did Roxy everything. watch this twice now? Like that laugh. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> I guess I should also mention hi everyone in chat. Uh, the chat is open. Uh, Zach. Brett, uh, Big Sissy Bennett, can I call you Big Sissy? Uh, Roxy, your father. Uh, Damon. Uh, that's not my father. That's my oh, brother. your brother. That's right. <laughs> father, <laughs> brother, what's the difference? There is no difference. It's hmm. uh, true, actually. <laughs> and if and if I scroll back in the chat, there's there's more people that I'm forgetting now, and I feel bad already. It's not. <laughs> Daniel, this is two podcasts in a row. I where know. Oh my god, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> Where your house is falling apart. Oh my god. Hey girl. All right. Uh moving on to the next thing. Um <laughs> I don't even know where to begin now. That really threw me for a loop. Um so I guess going into the episode, we did see this kind of slick six meeting that kind of kicked things off. Um and they're kind of seeing who they want to vote out, and that's when we see that Bailey more so wants Janelle to stay more than anyone. Uh, and they say that Janelle is a better player, uh, but Bay is just being like, but there's been two women out already. She's trying to do everything that she can. Um, mm -hmm. Meanwhile, her, her biggest confidant, Davon, is just like, 
I, I want Janelle out of the house. I'm basically working with, you know, you know, shields and all these guys. Oh my gosh. Of course I click on her stream. Uh, so you get to hear my voice twice over. That was confusing. I haven't done that in a while. Uh, but, uh, Davon more so wants Janelle out and that's something we've been seeing for the past week or so. Um, and was she acting? Did you see the DR where she was like, I'd rather Janelle stay. Well, is she, did she go back and forth in this episode? Um, she said she'd rather have know. Janelle go. That's the that's what I heard. Well, I remember a DR where she definitely said that she'd rather have Janelle stay. But then again, in the feeds, she never was like too pro Janelle. So I don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I I know tonight she said she would rather Janelle go. But I wouldn't be shocked if and like I don't know. I feel there was like definitely a DR where she said she wanted him to stay. We need we need to do fact check. We need a fact checker on this. Where's the fact Cut. checker when we need him? comments my, my fact checker's in the other room do you want me to get him no nah, it's okay he, he needs the night off um but i i think this brings up an interesting point with davon uh because we saw her on the feeds just last night mentioning to bailey that for the first time ever playing this game she feels like she's in a good spot and the funny thing about that is is that she should not feel like she's in a good spot right now which is totally worrisome for davon because uh, she does not realize that in, 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 we have to go back to Davon's main shtick in this game so far, which is to go to everyone and try to figure out who is aligned with who and where the information travels, even if she has to spread false information. That's just kind of been her game from the start. But in doing that, all of the people that she's talked to kind of you know, cross-reference what Davon is saying and know that she's either lying or just trying to get information, and they don't trust her. Meanwhile... Tavon has the opposite effect of like, okay, I figured out where the information's going. I have this Slick Six Alliance, which unbeknownst to her, was only formed to keep Bailey and Davon uh, from voting out David last week. Uh, and she thinks that she's good, but she, d she shouldn't feel good. And I wonder if this week she'll kind of figure that out because these hinky votes are going to stay here i feel like they're going to they're going i hope that they're going to be the driving force around this week if we don't have a case or hoh because if we don't have a case or hoh a couple of these points for davon and bailey going on the block are going to be that they threw out those votes last week and cody already probably knows that danny was responsible for that and enzo probably already knows that danny is responsible for that even if they didn't talk about doing this if enzo is just like i'm gonna do this again i'm just gonna keep throwing out a hinky vote and just see what happens uh they're gonna figure it out and i hope that it comes back to bite danny because danny thinks that she's playing a way better game uh than she actually is because from the get-go right. tyler and cody both talked about how sneaky she was and now enzo's getting in on that conversation but then again, who does Enzo not get on the conversation with about backdooring someone? It, every conversation goes like, yo, yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we could go after this person. We could go after this person. Let's like backdoor Tyler. Or we could go, you know, we could just backdoor Danny, you know, the couple in the next couple of weeks. I don't know. And then he'll just like sprint out of the room. That's Enzo's game. Uh, but well, it's working for him. He's doing great. He's doing great. No one has brought up his name as a potential target at this point that I have seen on the feeds uh, with anyone. And I, yeah, I agree. I think Enzo is probably playing the best game out of anyone. Uh, I would have said Tyler was not that far behind, but I don't, I don't know how he's going to react to this whole David situation. I think he's, I think he may be a bit overreacting to it because, of course, we saw uh, David telling Tyler about, you know, they cornered me. 
Davon and Bailey, they cornered, they got the information oh out of me. And we were just like, no, they did it. And Tyler was just like, come on, man. You told him I said that? And he's like, yeah. And then Tyler just throws the remote on the bed. And it's just like, what the? David. <laughs> uh, which was the most entertaining part of the feeds this week, by far, if that says anything about the entertainment. And it's so frustrating because he doesn't own his shit. He goes... Oh, like oh, I'm a, I'm a rookie at this game. Like I don't, I'm not really supposed to be here. Like I, I was only there one day. Like I don't know how to play the game. Okay. Well, you had a whole year to watch how to play the game. Right. I mean, uh, Dan Giesling. There was one. There was a day where he only played one day of the game, and day two he played, and then he got better along. Like that's not an excuse. Like, like what? <laughs> like oh, I, I only played the game one day congrats now play the game some more like anyways <laughs> uh it's interesting because he keeps citing uh Ovi as like a person that helped him prep for this season but then Ovi went ahead and tweeted out uh today or yes late yesterday of uh i'll just quote it love david he's my guy regardless of how well he does in that house because i know he will always have my back outside of it with that being said i do wish he read up uh he read up a little more on the prep work i gave him or watched any of the seasons i assigned him dot 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 end of tweet this uh, is why we should have had ob back anyways i would have much rather seen ob this season ob would ob would have been somehow a more reasonable uh person to throw back into an all-star season as opposed to david uh but this is the hand we were dealt okay uh i think ovi has more things going on in his personal life i don't know if he was even like who knows i i, I don't know how many people from last season were sent out to with an email about coming back this season i wouldn't be shocked if ovi was one of them though i mean if they're willing to get david surely i don't know yeah. well it, when they started cast um doing casting for uh all stars. Ovi was at that point in time running for office. That's true. So yeah, right. I always forget that. But, and then he dropped out, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, he wants to be a big brother again." <laughs> yeah. But no. yeah, he gave up his po political aspirations to play Big Brother. <laughs> He's got to make more cookies. COVID. Yeah, the cookies are waiting, Ovi. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I we could go on and on about David and how bad he really is at this game. Uh, maybe he's, maybe deep down, he's like actually brilliant. And this is all part of Please. his grand plan to unintentionally drive wedges between people in the game by acting dumb and spreading information and acting like he didn't know that he wasn't supposed to spread information. That's you don't not, believe that, do you? Absolutely not. I don't. Okay. Yeah. But, <laughs> he would have owned it in his DR, but in his DR, he was like, I, I slipped up. I let it slip. I'm like, what do you mean you let it slip? He did not, like, he's also lying in his DR. He didn't let it slip. He went into that conversation knowing that was going to be the main topic of discussion. If mm -hmm. he had any sense of direction in the game, he would have talked to Bailey. Well, he, A, wouldn't have talked to Bailey about it. But in the event that he did, he would have said, maybe that's not a good idea. Like, let's not talk to Dave on about it. Let's just let it blow over and we'll move on. But no, he was like, okay, okay, let's do it. Like, he allowed it to happen. So... Another, just like, I mean, it's not to the extreme of Nicole Franzel, but own your game. Just say, I, I made a really bad move there. I messed up. I'm going to have to try and figure out how to work around it. Don't yeah, lie. One of the fastest ways to lose me and, and a lot of viewers is to lie to us from the DR. Dude, we, we're watching you in the house. They don't come at me and tell me, you know, X, Y, Z, because I know you're lying 
And that, like, I'm just not down with that. That's so irritating to me to watch a player walk into the DR and, first of all, read scripted lines, which is a little better this year than normal, but still, it's terrible. And and second of all, to not own any single thing that you're doing within the game. And I think part of it is that David, he doesn't know what he's doing in the game. He has no idea what's going on. It's it's annoying. Like, even if he were to own it, I still think that I would be irritated with him because the thing, like, he could walk in there and go, yeah, I did this or whatever and own it, and I would still be like, David, you are so stupid for doing that. Like, that's a dumb move. Yeah, so. and, and we could be irritated with it, uh, but for me, I was entertained to watch Tyler squirm last week. Well, uh, that part's entertaining. Sun. It's inadvertent, but it's still funny. Because he Tyler was genuinely just, like, giving up on the game. Like as soon as David said that, like he had a moment. Taking his ball and going home. He pretty much was because he was. I made like, a lot of ball references tonight. Yeah, you, yeah. I, calm you, down, you reached Rock your man. ball quota. Uh, mm-hmm. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to cut you off. Uh, <laughs> no, please. <laughs> it's closing time. Uh, so. Sorry. So, Tyler kind of has this moment of just like agony when. David tells him this information is just kind of like, oh, poor me. I get like, I should just pack up my stuff now. I did all this work with Davon and Bailey to get their trust. And now all of it's gone, which true. He find like he literally had just finally solidified uh, a one one on one deal with Bailey. And it was genuine. And that whole conversation went perfectly. Bailey was just like, you know, Davon's my number one girl. I need my number one guy. And I don't know if anyone would exactly expect us to work together, but I think we should do it. You know, I feel good with the six. And Tyler's like, yes, I feel good with the six too. That's totally a real alliance. Uh, and they have this thing that's formed in the, in the HOH room, which was interrupted by uh, Nicole at one point. And she was just like, she busted through the door and she's like, have you guys seen Christmas anywhere? No. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Let me think of an excuse to say real quick. And then uh, through that, also getting some trust with Davon. And so he, I, I get Tyler's frustration that now Bailey and Davon maybe not, maybe are not so trusting of him, but he did good PR work. And Davon did good PR work by going to Tyler and Cody, you know, to make sure that they couldn't talk to each other first about this situation and tried to clear some stuff up. And I still feel like there's a good relationship there to a degree uh so david didn't do that much damage but it was fun to watch tyler that entire night and he had a whole like talk to the cameras of just being like angela i guess i'm coming home sooner than you think like <laughs> i just it's like god it such a baby so dramatic come on yeah but that that's that's all non-show stuff um that i feel like is important to add to this whole david gate situation but who knows where, where things might go with David. I really don't think, even through all of this, that it put him in too much trouble. In fact, it may have made him less of a target going forward because they're just like, I don't David know. doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Just, right. Let's just like, ignore like him. In, in the moment, He's the chicken George. He exactly. literally is the chicken George. In the moment, everyone's right? like, oh, He's my God. He's prettier, but... Yeah. Lucas in chat was like, hold on. Lucas in chat was like, oh, and last week Roxy's like, David's so dreamy. I'm like, he's okay, wait. And I didn't say he wasn't still dreamy. I said he's an idiot. I didn't say he wasn't pretty. Let's get that straight. He's still pretty. Attractive. He's very pretty. He's also pretty dumb, but you know. (laughs) He's not dumb though, is the thing. I mean, he's not stupid. He just doesn't know how to play this game. No, and his game conversations are the worst part about him. But like it's just amazing to me how cocky he got this week. Uh, 
For that, no reason. I mean, you could call it, uh, I believe it was Taryn that called it Survive the Block-itis, where he just goes up to Janelle and Kaser and is just like, you got no credit in this house. I like how I can't trust you. Like and Janelle goes up and offers him three weeks of safety and he's just sitting there like, you know, you just how you treated yeah. Nicole Anthony last week. And Janelle's like, what did I do? What did I do to Nicole Anthony last week? And he's like, she Besides just try to save her. <laughs> right. He's just like, you just did all these things, you know, and she was the she was America's favorite last year. And, you know, you just and I was like, I was America's favorite twice. <laughs> Have you know? It was just no, and then he was also saying in his conversation with Janelle, he was like, you know, like Janelle's like, I mean, uh, I play a loyal game. Like I'm very upfront. I'm a straight shooter. Like people know where I'm going. And he's like, well, unfortunately, like I haven't seen your season, so I can't vouch or for any that. season or any <laughs> season, David. And that's your problem. But he was like, I can't vouch for that. He didn't even what? watch the season like... he was on. He didn't even watch the season that he was on. He just even when he was in that house for four weeks, he just had his eyes closed the whole time. He's like, I don't know what's going on, right. but I'm gonna have this line about to Cat about there being alliances in the house, and they're gonna use that as my one good uh, piece of game in the four weeks that I was mm-hmm. here. I guarantee it. Um, but yeah, David, <laughs> he's an enigma. He really is an enigma when it comes to well, one this All Star season, uh, but two just with game talk because he like especially with that argument with Janelle, it made no sense. Because he was saying that she treated Nicole Anthony badly last week, but he was also accusing her of trying to uh, being a part of flipping the vote, which is like, which which side are you going for here? Did she treat Nicole Anthony badly and try to get Nicole out, or did she try to get you out? Because if she tried to get you out, then that means she campaigned for Nicole to stay, and your argument makes no sense. It makes no sense either way. But you it, know what? You know how like when the players go in the DR and the DR ask them a uh, situational type questions that could be considered leading you know mm-hmm. um what if david thinks he's the only player that the dr is doing that with what if he thinks he's got inside information and all of these oh like God. like crazy scenarios that he's coming up with and like that would explain why he thinks two completely different things that are just like this so opposite when he's like talking to janelle these are things that the diary has uh, suggested to him as possible scenarios, getting his reaction to it. And he's like, thinks he's got insider information. <laughs> I'm so sorry. He goes in there and he's like, are you guys, are you guys supposed to be asking me these questions? Like, are you sure? I'm... <laughs> I don't know. That could be, that could very well be the case is that he just doesn't understand DR <laughs> sessions. I, that's a good theory. Um <laughs> Uh, I mean, because I just don't understand how he can, like, go from one extreme to another in the same exact argument. Like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Are you just running down the checklist of things they asked you about when when you were doing your DR sesh? What's happening? (laughs) Lord. Um, Should we... uh, There wasn't much much spiciness to go over in this episode, which is unfortunate. Um, Other than... Uh, Janelle's eviction obviously she yeah. was given information uh, about the game uh, which is all but confirming that there will not be a battle back of any sorts which I know uh, is annoying to everyone on earth especially after Janelle today was like having little moments on the feeds where she was like I think there's a chance I could stay like there's a chance that I might not be going anywhere if I get evicted 
just kind of insinuating kind of like she was being asked questions in the DR and she was asking certain questions to production and trying to pick up on something. And obviously everyone's big theory was that the safety suite was going to turn into something, but we had no hint of what that safety suite is really going to turn into as a, you know, next week in this game. It's all the only line we had from Julie is that, you know, it's closed. It's, you can't access it, but I don't know where this leads. Uh, but Janelle was so given. There's no twist. I don't know. Can you imagine a Big Brother season without a twist? I can't. Well, I mean, they gave up on the twist after Gronk, like whatever season that was. <laughs> was that 17 Please. as well, or is that 18? Yeah, 17. It was 17. Okay, because I okay, so 17 had all of the bad twists. Okay, it had Takeover, Gronk, uh, and Twin Twist, which all failed miserably. Let's get ready for a Takeover. <laughs> Yeah, it didn't work well. Um, so, I don't oh, know. Janelle is the first ever house guest to be in the house 200 days. That's a, Today yeah. was her 200th I, I, day. Yeah, I guess so. I mentioned yeah, that she got evicted on her 200th okay. day, but yeah. I didn't mention that it was oh, the okay. she was the first person, which if Nicole mm-hmm. Franzel lasts two more weeks, she will pass Janelle. Uh, Hell no. Which, unfortunately, will probably be a record that will not be broken, uh, at least by Janelle anyway. If Paul goes in for another season, maybe he could break it. But let's hope that scenario does not happen in any time. I don't know. I kind of hope it does. I kind of hope it does. Really? Yeah. No, you don't. You're such a liar. Honestly, but like Nicole Franzel, like if it's Nicole Franzel or Paul, like, I don't know. Maybe Paul should just take it. That was my (laughs) thought process. So you'd rather, so what you're saying is you'd rather have Paul beat Franzel? Yeah. But then you have to think like that also entails him lasting a long time in another season. Well, not just... unless Franzel gets evicted early in this season, you know? Which could happen. True. One can wish. Yeah. Um, so I guess the, the other bit of piece of information, which uh, led to my favorite moment of the night, was Julie revealing to Janelle the committee alliance, um, and especially bringing up Memphis being the person that kind of helped in her eviction. Uh, to which Janelle was surprised. She said, oh, okay, go Memphis. But um, it, it kind of turned into a, like a, oh, no, when she started hearing the goodbye messages. And thankfully, she had no reaction to uh, Nicole Franzel's goodbye message. But that's a whole other thing. Uh, but she did have a reaction after Kaser's goodbye message because Kaser brought up wanting revenge on the people who evicted her. And Janelle just goes, but he doesn't know. He doesn't know that Memphis, he's going to tell him everything. Oh, no. And I was just like, oh, God. This is, that like, is, this is terrible. Yeah. I'm worried. Yeah, I will, which is probably a clip that's going to get memed for the rest of the season because I feel like if any clip wraps up this season, it's going to be uh, her saying, oh, no, this is terrible. And it's going to get used over and over again with every bad thing that happens. Let me let me find that clip. <laughs> Forever. Forever. For the Forever. rest of the time. Let me play mm-hmm. Kaser's goodbye message and so you guys can hear Janelle's reaction to it. Maybe. Oh, God. This happened with me and Daniel on our last podcast. This isn't good. This isn't good. It's loading. It's loading, but it was fine earlier. Uh, let me just I refresh feel- it. It usually works when I refresh it. You. I thought okay. we were really good friends we're just gonna, outside we're just of gonna here listen and quickly to I realized well. that that wasn't the case. I know you probably don't want to come to my wedding, so just don't worry about it. Janelle. 
If you're seeing this message, know that it's coming with a heavy heart. I am so thankful that this game brought us together long ago, and I'm going to make sure the alliance that sent you out the door is going to pay. But he doesn't know. <laughs> what are your final thoughts? Oh, no. He's going to tell Memphis everything. This is terrible. I'm very worried. <laughs> I wish you weren't wearing that stupid mask, though, because it would have just been better if we could see her mouth. I, I hate the yeah. mask. I hate it. Well, in context of the big... Go clarify before you're in a scandal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in, in the context of being outside of the Big Brother house, we do support wearing masks. No, well, yeah, that's what I... Yeah. <laughs> yes. Girl, Look, I just, I just came... Thank you I, later. I, I'll never thank you. No, just kidding. <laughs> Whatever. Um, no, I just came back from Texas. I definitely was wearing my mask down there. And I definitely care because it was hotter than the hubs of Hades down there. And I still wore my mask and was sweating to death in the, in the outdoors. I'm not an outdoorsy person, but I was outdoors and still wore my mask in the appropriate areas <laughs> and inside every Uber. Thank you, thank you guys for doing your own PR. After <laughs> I could definitely, I could definitely see someone joining the show right when y'all said that, though. So, because <laughs> that would have been your luck. But of Republicans. <laughs> oh no! I have to move topics quickly. Um, so let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about this HOH comp that is still ongoing. The feeds are still down. Um, it was. It was very much. Um, oh, he's so pretty. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. You see David on the screen now. Mm -hmm. um, it was very much a setup, much like a veto competition that we've seen three, four times. I don't know. I don't know the exact amount of times, but a uh, uh, hundred. Yeah, whatever. at least at least a hundred. If we're giving our expert, you know, analytical reasoning for this, uh, but it's I'm a, definitely an expert. It's the veto <laughs> competition where they have the what do you what would you even call it? The two ramps merging in the middle and they have to roll the ball from one end to the other without having a ball drop. And it's the first person to get to a certain amount. Uh, With their balls. Yes. Stop it. I'm trying to, I'm keeping it singular here. I'm keeping it singular, even though I am about to talk about the balls and the holes and I'm going to have to say it. So everyone, I'm just going to say it. Uh, the balls went in the holes. <laughs> yes. It's out there. I'm going to say it many times while describing this HOH comp. But it, it's that kind of setup. But instead of there just being a, a peak with a corner and the ball rolls down, there are three holes at the peak of these two ramps. And the goal is to be uh, or is to get the three balls that you have into each one of the holes and to be one of the first three to do it. Each there, We have groups of six, two groups of six going in this HOH comp. Um, and the first three to finish from each group will go into a final round facing off against each other where they'll do the same exact thing the first person to have all of their balls in the holes. Hopefully the last time I say that. And the first group that we had was uh, Kaser, Bailey. I'm so juvenile. I'm sorry. Cody. Uh, Daniel, help me. <laughs> um, Davon, Bailey, Kaser, Cody, Enzo. And I'm missing one more. Was it Nicole Franzel, I believe? Maybe. Yeah, Nicole Franzel was definitely in there. So... <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, uh, I knew, I, I knew, I knew I needed to get these lineups because I knew they were going to come up, but and chat, chat is saying that the rumors yeah. on the streets is that Enzo is the HOH, which please, I mean, that's not like the worst. I mean, there's 
I don't think that's terrible at all. I mean, Bailey and Devon would be safe. I think he would get. I think he would try to backdoor somebody. I would hope so. But where then, are these rumors coming from? Is I, uh, I don't, the chat the chat saying that people are seeing it? So I I, I don't really know. Okay. But I'm not really seeing it on my timeline yet. But uh, well, are you questioning chat right now? Yes, I am. <laughs> I absolutely am. I uh, mean, you probably should. Let's be honest. <laughs> Hamster watch is confirmed. Hunter says oh, hamster no. watch is confirming. Hamster watch. Fact check that. Hunter, Fact. you better not be lying. Okay, so three minutes ago, hamster watch tweeted possible spoiler. I usually wait for at least two reliable sources, so this is unverified. So the feeds are still down, but I've been told Enzo won the HOH. <gasps> nice. Okay, Hunter, you're off the hook. Okay, so Enzo winning is not perfect. Uh, a guy has won yet another competition and Enzo right. has won his third competition which is like he's really just trying to make up for not being called a comp beast on bb12 he's, he's overdoing it in my opinion but um, whatever i'm so proud of enzo but this I really guy, am do you think he, he didn't need to win an hoh though well he no. probably did it accidentally he's that good <laughs> he accidentally put his balls in the hole and he couldn't help it he couldn't help it he saw some holes he put his balls in there and he won on accident he said, yo, yo I, just, I, just, I just put my balls um, in ball the hole, holder. yo. It's just what yeah. I, you know what I'm saying. You know, we, we got a back, you know, we've got a backdoor Tyler and Danny. We got a backdoor Nicole. We got a backdoor David. We got a yep. backdoor Day and Bay. We got a backdoor everyone. He's talking to a yo, wall. Yo, yo, yo. Enzo's into backdooring people. He's oh, into the backdoor. And he put his whole, his balls in the hole. So that's how, this is how this week happened. Okay. Oh, According to Hamster Watch. Can, okay, can we just have 10 seconds of silence for everything that Roxy just said? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be a bitch and not allow it. Anyways, <laughs> I was trying to hit the reset button on my entire life after everything that Roxy just emitted from her mouth. Look, you're the one who made me show up to this. <laughs> I did <laughs> because I had the graphic ready and everything to fit your webcam into the rectangle, and I wasn't just gonna undo that. Why would I do that? No, I don't know. I had to be here to be put inside the rectangle. Yes, I'm so, I pray Enzo doesn't only because I want like Kaser or. Bailey even to win like I want like a dramatic power shift I don't want this like half-ass power shift like this isn't even a power shift it's not a power shift but it is not a Nicole Franzel it is not a Danny Brionis it is not uh Cody Califuri it is it's Enzo winning HOH which means and he said it he might he would even consider backdooring Danny in the next couple weeks so maybe if this hinky vote uh <laughs> like I pray that the Sinky vote, like Enzo knew nothing about it, and that Cody brings it up to him, and that's going to be Danny's downfall because that would be absolutely hilarious. But I don't think the irony that he also threw the other Hinky vote would be like Chef's kiss. It would be really funny, uh, but we'll see because Enzo is not in the committee. That's the plus of this situation. However, True. he is pretty much still aligned with everyone in the committee. Doesn't um, he know about the committee though? Like, isn't he aware of it? He is essentially in the slick six, uh, which is mostly the committee, and he's in the core four and the whatever, all the fours, he's in them. So he like he is he finds he has these connections with everyone. I don't know if he specifically knows about the committee. I haven't seen that in the feeds. Someone else can fact check me. Uh I don't I can't remember. That's why I'm asking. But I mean you're right. Like if I had to pick anyone from like the power structure, it would be probably Enzo. 
That's but, a way better name for the alliance than anything anybody's come up with in that house so far. The, the power, power structure, I would rather call them that. Kudos, Daniel. That's <laughs> their name. Um, I mean, I guess Enzo's okay because we might get something interesting. I know he's like not the biggest, biggest fan of Tyler, which Tyler named Enzo as one of his top three people I, in his age. I think he's better with Tyler now. I, I really think oh, he, he is. is. Yeah. Okay. Well, Cody has helped soften that relationship. Okay. Well, also, I we didn't bring this up earlier, and I meant to like say it, and I forgot. But during Tyler's HOH hot seat that he does, like every HOH does, and like they post it on Twitter and Facebook, Bailey was not mentioned in his top three allies, which I thought was a little weird, and leads me to believe that Tyler is just completely like playing Bailey again, which is annoying. Tyler's weird because I <laughs> well, <laughs> Tyler is a freak. I um, truly. Because I, I feel like Tyler is one of those players who's willing to work with anyone, but he's also willing to cut anyone. And so I feel like his relationship with Bailey, I don't think he would dare go and cut Bailey again, like uh, early on in a game, because I think he knows <laughs> how hard he'll be reprimanded for that. Um, so I think he's a little scared to do that, but I don't think he has any sort of. I'm going to go to the end with Bailey allegiance, especially when Bailey told him up front, Dave Vaughn's my number one, but you can be my well, guy. Number one. That? that was so silly. I guess because it's obvious. I don't, I don't, I don't, it's like, it, it wouldn't be worth lying about because everyone already pairs them together. And I don't know. Dave Vaughn's already told people they're paired together and I don't know. Maybe they're just rolling with it at this point, but yeah, I would like to point out that on night one, okay. You know how people are always like trying to, they're like, <laughs> Why are people saying that they're an obvious pair? Why why are people saying that in the house? They're an obvious pair. Um, because on day one, they went in and Davon told Danny that. Bailey's told other people. They've told people in the house that they are each other's number ones. And that's why people are assuming that they're an obvious pair. It was said in the house. I just want to point that out. It's been bothering me for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always forget to say it when we're live, though. Well, I mean, yes, but that is still an issue because uh, David has been thrown in with them before they were even working together. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, David's with them. David's with them. Well, that we can have a problem with. That we Mm -hmm. can have a problem with. Well, I just want to say that there's still, like, that may not be, like, uh, the best example of the the problem with that whole situation, but that problem still does exist in the house. It does exist, but they're they're making it something that's not. Anyway. In short, the committee sucks, and we should hate all of them, right? That's not their name anymore. What is their name now? Whatever Daniel called them. The power structure? <laughs> the power structure. Yes, the power structure. That is kind That's of really the cute. The PS. Are you, are you a fan of, uh, Roxy, you weren't here when we talked about the four prime alliance with Ian and Nicole and uh, Cody, and who's the fourth? This this alliance is so, like, uh unimportant right now so i forget who's even the fourth member of it uh let me pull I don't up. ian ian nicole cody and enzo <laughs> Is that it? i think you're right four prime yes enzo's in the four prime or was it tyler tyler or enzo? ian nicole danny and cody oh look at us this is the knowledge Listen. that we bring look at us thinkers I every alliance chart that's been put out 
and I still don't know. This is why I keep telling you that we've got to play a game called Is This Alliance Real or Not? Because, first of all, they rename themselves, like, weekly, sometimes hourly. And second of all, like, I think I think that Cody and Danny are both in every alliance in the house. It's ridiculous. It, it's true. And um, I also would like to play a game where we just pick two random house guests and then try to figure out who has the most ridiculous sounding alliance name when you combine their names together. Because my favorite thing from preseason is just like, I hope Cody and David form an alliance so they could be the COVID alliance. And <laughs> I can't get it out of my head, but I just want to know what other like funny alliance names there would be. Like Christmas and Tyler, they're calling themselves the Carolinas. Um, but like, it is a perfect opportunity to call themselves the Chrysler as a, Alliance. You as know, a, as a fellow Carolinian, I do not support this, and I will not be co-signing. They're both playing Why? good games, though. You can't they're, deny they're it. Both, yeah, like they... are they? I mean, uh, Christmas. Yes. Chris. Okay, Christmases. I can maybe get behind, but Tyler should not have like a horrible HOA drain, in my opinion. Well. Okay, that's the most biased thing you could have said. No, it's literally not because how? Okay, he, if he, you were Tyler, Daniel, if you were Tyler, uh, this week, what should you have done? He should have taken a shot at Ian. Ian, okay, interesting. Why Ian? No one, what um, Tyler knows. Yes, I mean, based on the information he has in the house, what would be the reason that he should target Ian? Okay, um, Janelle and Kaser are completely on the bottom, so keeping them in the house as a duo, not only are they a duo, but individually they are super threatening as well. So keeping that in the house as a target in front of you is beneficial for your game, no matter the circumstances, this early in the game, especially when you have the reputation of Tyler that is... Why are y'all laughing and rolling your eyes? Because I'm just imagining you taking a, a which BB22 house guest are you quiz, and you would have just immediately gotten 100 percent memphis because that's exactly what he did last week um and look it's working for him but anyways <laughs> oh but so, last week he wasn't on board <laughs> what do you mean i wasn't on board i was definitely on board with last week anyways roll, roll back um, the tape hold on so tyler and also it's subjective because tyler's threat level is out of this roof when you when i mean coming into this game everyone was talking about oh it's tyler it's tyler like he did really good on his season he has like the closest like mastermind feel like uh what's the like label to his name because of what he accomplished on his season so having that target and taking out one of the only people who could arguably be a bigger target than you is stupid when you're at final 13 12 whatever it is also um he should be more self-aware he kind of is he does pick up on the signs that he's not as ingratiated as others in this like big power group and that he feels like he has to make extra bonds with like bailey david davon whatever you will um ian is someone who he's not very closely aligned with is closer with other people in his group like uh cody like nicole franzel so if he's trying to put himself in a better spot with the house keeping janelle and Kaser in would be beneficial but also keep him in a better spot in his alliance taking out ian one of the other person's like sidekicks then he would be in a better spot not only in the house but within his alliance and that is why he made a horrible mistake this week and i think that he's going to regret it maybe not this week but in the next few weeks 
he will regret it. And he's already said he regretted it. Well, so. here's the thing. I, I, I actually agree with you. Uh, I think taking Ian out would have been a good move, uh, definitely, because Ian is doing exactly what he wants to right now, which is making sure that nobody wants Please, to. Please, Roxy, a liar in the chat. <laughs> a liar. What did Roxy say? Oh, Daniel changed it. For the record, Roxy said Daniel changes his mind every five minutes. It's uh, true. <laughs> uh, also, some uh, they want to know what, what what's that mountain range behind you, Daniel? Um, I don't know. The him like, the Himarakis. Yeah, that. <laughs> no clue. Um, yeah, no, Daniel. I I think you're right. I think you're on point. Um, because I think Ian would have no, because I went in the chat. Lee Hill, yes. let me tell you something. No, I'm kidding. I love Lee. The thing but... is, I Tyler <laughs> was in a weird position where literally everybody wanted Janelle and Kaser. It wasn't just like Janelle and Kaser have numbers. Janelle and Kaser have no numbers. And so Tyler was in a weird position, and he's heard that Janelle and Kaser have said his name. And because the first week of this game, they threw out Tyler and Cody as being a pair. They threw out, you know, the entire four as being together. So mm-hmm. Tyler felt threatened enough to put them on the block. Do I think he could have made a deal with them? Do I think he really wanted to work with Kaser in the beginning of this game? Yes and yes. But to him in this game this week, I think it was the right move to go ahead and get rid of two people that could have very well put him on the block, especially with Kaser already mm-hmm. talking that he wanted to, you know, split up this Tyler Cody thing that he suggests is going on. Um and just split them up right then. I don't think it was. I don't think it was a great move necessarily, but I think it was a good move. I, yeah, I don't you, agree. You cannot, well, of course you don't agree. You cannot like the move and understand that from his perspective, it wasn't a bad move. Like it's a. I didn't want Janelle to go home, but, but I don't think. No, it's not. I mean, yes, it I'm is, not. Roxy. Daniel, how is it? A, I, explain but to me you, how you also forget that Tyler comes from a season where his entire alliance steamrolled every single competition. So why would he not assume that his alliance this time is probably going to do the same thing, which so far has proven to be true and just I take mean, out every other know. person. Put, put your like be self-aware. Like these are qualities that you need to be a good big brother player. Like I don't, I don't have the answer to that, but I do know that this was a bad HOA train for him, and it kind of all blew up in his face after the veto meeting when he realized he couldn't do anything about it. Right. In fact, I think he could have saved his, uh, saved some, uh, saved his game a little bit if he would have kept Janelle over Kaser. Like, I don't understand why he knew in the DR two. He's like, maybe keeping Janelle this week is actually better for my game, considering I'm in a little bit of a pickle now, and I could be a huge target going into next week, especially considering. Even his own allies were talking about getting him out on his HOA train, which I know y'all are going to say, well, he doesn't know that information, which is true. He doesn't. So you're, you're looking at it. You didn't let me finish. Well, I I mean, I started to tell you my opinion five minutes ago and you've been blabbing since then after you cut me off. So I don't care. I cut you off. Yeah, you did. When? When you started this tirade. Roll the tapes. Okay. Um, (laughs) Go ahead, Daniel. Well, I was saying, like, obviously he doesn't know this kind of stuff, but I mean, but we, we're going to dismiss it because we don't care because that's not our opinion. Is that what you're n- saying? No, but why? Okay. So yes, he doesn't know this kind of stuff, but he, we can penalize him for not being a good enough player to know this stuff. AKA, I mean, maybe he needs to work on his bonds closer with his Alliance members so that they'll tell him more information. Like just because like, I mean, the hive in big brother 20, let's use Tyler season. Like, 
we gave Fessy so much crap for being a bad player. Well, he was also playing with what he knew. Like, I mean, you can't just automatically assume, give people passes <laughs> when you want to. I mean, laugh all you want, but you can't give certain players passes. Oh, they didn't know this was going on. Well, they should. They should be more aware. They should uh, look I'm sorry, but more. week after week, whenever you were told that the vote's going to go one way and then it goes another, then I think, yeah, you can make fun of Fessy for that because it doesn't matter that, oh, he wasn't told. Yeah, it happened week after week after week. So that's a completely different situation. That's a, not even in the same stratosphere. That's a ridiculous comparison. I, no, I'm just giving like different examples. I mean, we can just talk about anyone that didn't know information. Like, um, I don't know. I can't think off the top of my head, but there's been plenty of times every single season happens lots of times where people don't know the, the power structure of the house and they make mistakes because of it. So let's do we boil this down all... to what it is. Let's boil this down to what it is. Okay. Okay, yeah, you can do it, and we'll see Tyler go home because of this move in a couple weeks. We can watch that happen. And he may, and he may, because I do agree with one thing that you said. After Vito, once things, um, th there were some things that um, began to happen before the Vito meeting that really picked up steam after the veto meeting and at which point Tyler could no longer do anything about it. But prior to that, why would he have tried to make any move when he didn't have all of the information that he has now? And even now he still doesn't have all of the information that he needs that we have. So I just think your points are so biased. Take off your glasses. They're definitely rose colored. But please, no, because we can go back to people that I've seen in the past. Look at Jessica Graff and Cody when they had their horrible HOA train. And I sat on this podcast and said they had a horrible HOA train. I cannot believe how stupid they're being. Yes, I stand, Jessica. Yes, I did all this, but I was able to talk logically. So to completely dismiss my opinion because I love Janelle, that's a little biased on no, your No, 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 no. Your love for, for um, first of all, I don't think that you loved Jessica in the season. In fact, I know you did not um, because you were I so did. against, you were so against Cody. Um, but not, not even true. See, you're but, already wrong. But you do love her now. But even, okay, even if you did love her then, I'll give you, I'll give you that. Um, well, I did. Okay. It is in no way, shape or form comparable to the ridiculous um, overstanding that you present um, with Janelle. It's not comparable at all. You couldn't, there is not one single thing. If you even think somebody says anything, like if you think somebody thinks something that could be misconstrued as negativity. <laughs> okay. Is this a good time to point out that I'm the only one here who doesn't have a person evicted on their draft team? I'm just saying. I don't even know who's on my draft team. No, well, one less person than there was before. I'll say that much. Who, who, who's on my draft that went home? Nicole, I believe. <laughs> I think Nicole is on your team, and then Keisha and Janelle are on Daniel's team. Or no, Janelle I, I and Nicole were on Daniel's team. Keisha was on your team. I'm Wait, but I want no, Roxy. I want you to finish your statement. Uh, where'd I leave off? Uh, if you even think that anybody even thinks 
that uh, uh, Janelle's done something wrong, then you just get all in. Like, you can't see straight when it comes to Janelle. You might like other players other seasons and be able to think more logically, but when it comes to this, I, logic just goes completely out the window. I don't – I just I, miss 99% of what you say when it comes to this season because of Janelle. Okay, well – I mean, that's also not true. I definitely talked about Janelle's mistakes this season. I think she shouldn't have trusted Memphis as much as she did. I think she shouldn't have, like, done a lot of things, and we've talked about that. But, like, to completely... Shut up, like, Lucas. If you're just going to, like, write off everything that I'm saying, because, like, that's what am I even doing here right now? Only 98% of it, I said. Well, it's annoying because, like, I'm making valid points, and it's... Y'all are, like, laughing. I don't and, like, think blah, 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 that like, points no. about Tyler were valid at all. I just said I agreed with you. But they were. Points. No, Barrett's better. But Roxy's just, like, throwing shit out the window just because I like Janelle. No, not just because you like Janelle. Because you can't see past your love for her. But I can, and I have. And I still continue to love her, and that doesn't change that. But, I mean, I have looked at her game logically. This is terrible. When did that happen? I'm very worried. Next time you do that, I would like to hear it. I just did. I just said that she made mistakes this year year on Big Brother, that she shouldn't trust the members as much as she did. She... Uh, always puts her trust into people that she doesn't need to. She did it back in Big Brother 7 with Dr. Will and Mike Boogie. She did it this season with Memphis. Uh, I mean, like, what else do you want me to say? That's a good she start. Didn't make that, she didn't make that That's many mistakes start. considering her target. Her target was the main reason she was evicted. And if she would have been, uh, if she would have came in with Christmas's target, she wouldn't have been evicted for the things that she done this season. I mean, that's just... Okay, right, anyway. we're done. <laughs> I had I had to go look up a YouTube boxing bell sound effect in order to get you to stop <laughs> arguing with each other. All right. We're not arguing. What are you talking about? <laughs> we up. have two different definitions for what you guys call arguing. My definition is what you guys were doing. Um, oh, no, we're not arguing. <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, where do we go from here, everyone? Uh, we, we still don't have the feeds back from HOH, but we're hearing... Uh, from hamster watching really, it looks like just from what I, my research that I did, uh, while those two were having a conversation as they would say, uh, only (laughs) hamster watch has reported that Enzo has won the HOH. We don't know the, we don't know the sources. Vegas for sure, uh, has died. And, uh, so I don't know where these sources are coming from exactly for hamster watch, but I trust hamster watch enough. I would say to go ahead and say that Enzo probably won the HOH, but I don't want to be 100% certain because um, I'm letting my emotions get to me and I'd rather have Kaser win. And I refuse to hear anything else until it's confirmed that uh, Enzo has won. Um, oh, Barrett, you like Kaser? Okay, so everything Barrett says for the rest of the season, we will not be taking into full consideration. It's out the window. Daniel, I only say that right now because this season is slowly turning into hot garbage and I need Kaser to turn it around. Uh, I'm not totally unconfident that uh, Enzo might not help turn it around a little bit, but I'm not too confident in that. Um, and I agree with you, Bear. I'd much rather have Kaser win H-Witch than everyone else. Okay. Well, I would too. <laughs> Roxy, yeah. we don't care what you say. Well, I think that's untrue. Otherwise, you wouldn't be like, you have to be on the podcast tonight. <laughs> she just quoted me from four years ago and tonight. 
I like this tweet um, that I just saw. Uh, it just says, I wonder if Bailey will realize this at some point. And it's just her entire move-in group, which is Janelle, <gasps> Keisha, and Nicole Anthony. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Please, no. It could uh, happen. It really could happen. Like, it, it, is a, it is a possibility. Nicole Franzel has started to push Bailey more and more lately. Um, and you already have Danny trying to throw out this hanky vote to pin it on Devon and Bailey. You could see it. You could see an Enzo. When did we start calling these hinky votes? Season eight? I've just heard that more in, like, I don't know. You could call it a rogue vote if you want to. Uh, well, I mean, I'm just, I, th I think it's fascinating, though. That should we, should we the, get a new name for it? Should it be? The vernacular. Like, it's just so common. Like, this is just what we call it. The like, hinky vote. The hinky vote. I really think the first time I ever heard it was season eight, but I'm not sure. Maybe before then, but I think season eight. I, I, I think don't it's know. funny. I like I always so associated rogue vote before, but now I've just heard hinky mm. vote more and more lately. So I say rogue vote. Hinky, hinky vote just sounds like weird. Hinky because like, it sounds like know. kinky. Yeah, is that what, is that what we should call it? The kinky vote. It just sounds like some I don't know weird sex position. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I did not. I was not going to say okay. that, but you did. Well, so I did, so yeah. unfortunate tonight. <laughs> uh, what this podcast this, is this is the into. podcast that's not rated whatever it's supposed to be rated <laughs> should we try to steal johnny fairplay's uh title and we just call this big brother nsfw or what <laughs> i don't know if we've reached that extreme yet you did last week for sure mm -hmm. um <laughs> please please <laughs> you really did um yeah i don't know how much longer i want to go before we have the feeds back I know we haven't been going like a super long amount of time, but well, I've been look. I don't have a whole whole lot to say because I've been gone. I haven't kept up this week, but well, I'm yeah, back. you you left and we had said, "Where's Roxy?" We don't know where you went. I know you couldn't even podcast without me. It's so sad. We really couldn't. <laughs> it was it was troubling. We had an audio only <laughs> podcast on Monday, so if, <laughs> if anyone wants to go listen to that, it's pretty much like. I don't know, not important at this point because everything that we <laughs> talked about is just kind of like... It pretty much doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, it, the information you know, is... I thought y'all were going to and then I kept looking and I'm like, okay, well, maybe they just pre-recorded and he's going to post it later. And so then I was like, well, I guess maybe something happened and they just didn't do it. <laughs> Uh, I don't. Why wow. did you? Why didn't y'all do it like with video? What was the purpose of audio only? Well, I was just. I, know. I, just, I just showed up. My, I'm clean. I just yeah. showed up. I do have. I do have the video for it, but I, it was taking forever to upload to YouTube, and I was just like, I don't want to deal with this. So uh, I see. But okay. it took like five seconds to upload the audio, and I was like, I'll deal with this tonight. That's fine. Um, but yeah, that was that was pretty much it. Uh, and this is pretty much it. Like, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm trying to think back to the feeds to think of anything that Enzo said as far as nominations might go. I know there was some talk of trying to figure out um, if they really wanted to get Davon and Bailey out, would they nominate them up front? or would... Well, Enzo's not going to put them up. You don't know that. No way. Who's Enzo? Well, he might, he might, Davon. I don't think he will Bailey. Maybe not Bailey. <laughs> It, it's, they're in an alliance, aren't they? They're in the Slick Six, but that's a fake alliance. Uh, but Bay and Day do not know that that's a fake alliance. They're also in the four. What's it called? Four the, Connect the, Four. The Connect is. They've dropped the, the four. 
Um, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I assume that Kaser is going to be the initial person that they bring up as the target, but I really hope that shifts. I really hope something gets stirring in that house. I need something to get stirring in that house. I'm tired of men winning H- like HOHs and all this crap. Remember preseason, um, like when we knew who the cast was and we were like, the girls overall are so much better than the boys. And look what has happened and you know what it is i'm blaming franny and danny fran dan that's what i'm i'm blaming them for the reason that girls keep going home even though the boys are doing it they're allowing it well yeah stop it cody seemed much more concerned about kaser this week than he seemed about janelle and i think Mm -hmm. it's partly because he's intimidated by kaser's looks um because that's just i think who cody is but uh, he definitely was more concerned about Kaser being the strategic mind behind it as opposed to Janelle. Um, and I don't, I don't, I really don't understand why they were super concerned about either of them to begin with, other than it was just an easy scapegoat. And we can thank Nicole and Danny for that as well. Um, but Janelle and Kaser did themselves no favors with any of the competitions that they competed in, like the worst track record the worst like <laughs> they were once good at these competitions but no longer like last night was the epitome of it when they both got out in the first round of the veto competition um janelle losing after memphis had a full edit of him just completely flopping during the entire competition to the point where everyone thought he was throwing it and according to his drs he was not throwing it and he still beat janelle <laughs> like <laughs> yep yep uh bambi's mom in chat says um that ian is going to be the target and i i I do think that's a very good possibility when for enzo but franny is gonna fight so hard against that um but then again enzo doesn't really care what franny says so i don't know we'll just have to see i think that's a good possibility though that ian could be targeted but i'd rather see franny go yeah, it, I, and I think a large part of this depends on if Enzo knew about this hinky vote or not. I or, think he did. did. Hey, chat, did Enzo know? Um, I don't. That so. I, don't I don't know if chat. Do I don't think we're even gonna. I don't think we even saw it because only a section of the feed watchers even saw uh, Danny talk to Cody about it earlier. Uh, so I don't Heather know. Heather says Heather in chat says I'm over Danny. Look, I love Danielle too, but like, I mean, part of me is like, okay, well, she is one of the only old schoolers that's adapted to the new way of playing the game, but also she's petty and mean, and I don't like it. So I'm, ugh, I'm there with you, honestly. Yeah, like, I, I'm, I'm Danny Devoto. Danny Devoto. <laughs> Danny Devoto, wow, wow! I combined it with Demi Lovato. That's that's a first. Um, uh, Danny <laughs> Donato, now Danny Briones, uh, is not very much fun to watch when she has power in this game. And for mm-hmm. learning that so quickly, but I don't know how much Chat longer says, she's going to have power. Um, Chat says that Danny, yes, Danny did talk to Enzo. He did know. Okay, thank you, Chat. Chat, you are beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. So, all right. So we're, we don't have to worry about any Danny drama stirring up, potentially. Um, no one was which worrying. Is un, which is unfortunate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know everyone is like, just oh my God, just keep Danny safe. Please just keep Danny safe this week. I know the casuals probably are. But because uh, if you go to Facebook and look at any 
Big Brother's posts on Facebook and go to the comments, you will see what the casual viewer, uh, how they view these house guests, and it is alarming. Uh, well, but because that's what they're told. Like they paint, they paint Franny as the victim of Janelle. Right. And even in the goodbye uh, message, Nicole like, like switched it up. Absolutely apparently, absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely yeah, ridiculous. Did y'all see that? Where on the feeds, Nicole had apparently said something like snarky and stuff and like she was like consider yourself something. uninvited yeah that was like her original she one. was like well i said yeah danny danny was the um, one who told her to do it yeah yeah danny was encouraging everybody else to leave um kind of petty and snarky goodbye messages which if i didn't see the goodbye messages tonight so i don't know what danny said but if her game, okay, well, if her game was to have everyone else give mean goodbye messages and her to give nice ones, then I would applaud that. But I don't know if if, if that was her game or if she was just being mean. I think I, she's probably just being mean. <laughs> which I like mean goodbye messages, if I'm being honest. Like, I, I wouldn't really care, like, who gives it. But... I said, what did I say? Gives in like the most country accent ever. What was that? Anyways, your, your Carolinas um, is coming out. Yeah, I think I'm being like invited into the alliance. I'm like gonna run off the balcony or something. But um, <laughs> so I, I, oh my God, I'm just like so flabbergasted. What was I talking about? Oh, goodbye messages. I like snarky goodbye messages. Like some of my favorite ones ever are um, like Britney's goodbye message to Mike Boogie, where she's like, oh, that's Janelle. <laughs> Y'all remember that in Big Brother 14? Well, of course I do. It was fantastic. But Britney wasn't Wait. mean. She was just funny. Was, did Janelle play Big Brother 14? Although some people disagree with that. They're like, no, Britney's mean because they, they didn't like that she was mean to Rachel. But <laughs> Janelle didn't play Big Brother 14 it. either. So I don't know what you're talking about there. Nor did she play Big Brother 22. So I don't know why everyone keeps talking about her. <sighs> I mean, she won both seasons, so... I, okay, so Real Medical Nectar says I think Danny was scared of a battle back, and that was the reason she was doing that. Probably so. I, that, I thought about that, Danny. No, I, I thought about that. I think that's a great strategy to mm -hmm. be the one nice goodbye message in the midst of horrible goodbye messages. So in case of a battle back, she's like, oh, Danny was the only one nice to me the whole time. What? No, that's a great play. Um, but yeah. Danny's not fun to watch on the feeds. It's I, I every conversation, like I know I have to watch it so I can talk about it with people. But every conversation that she's in is just grueling to watch because it she just is either petty, she's mean, or it's the same like little phrases over and over again. That's so weird. Oh my god, that's so annoying. And isn't it annoying mm -hmm. how this person does this or we should get out this person? That's so weird. How annoying. So annoying. <laughs> over and over again. Yeah. Um, Ishmael would like for everybody to stand Daniel for calling CBS and demanding them to save Janelle. I think <laughs> it's ridiculous, but should apparently I, that he's I, not going to stop. Um, you that. know, you got to be the change you want to see in the world. So I don't want to see that. CBS interferes enough. Why would I want them to interfere even more? I don't. I think <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. They're going to interfere no matter how you feel about it. So why not for someone we like for once? Should I, Mark, should I roll Daniel and I virtually hug each other all the time, every day of our lives. We're best friends. T. Should we I just 
have differing opinions ninety uh, percent of the Mine time. Mine are correct. And Daniel's are wrong. <laughs> but... me, me and Daniel <laughs> talked at length about the whole hypocrisy of uh, let's call Grodner out for rigging the game, and then now let's save Janelle. Grodner will forgive yeah, you forever. Like, you stand culture. I don't get it. Like you're all pissed whenever whenever things are rigged against your your people that you stand, but. When people that you stand are going home, all of a sudden you're like, whatever it takes, just do it. <laughs> what? You people call in CBS. I'm talking about you, Daniel. Speaking Stop of calling that. CBS, I'll, can I roll the tape of Daniel calling CBS? Oh, my God, Barrett. Okay, do it. You tweeted oh it. God. What are you saying? Oh, my God. Don't make me sing. Uh... CBS operator. Hi, um, I'm gonna need y'all to save Janelle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Daniel, and what did you accomplish? (laughs) I mean, I got a few followers. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) That's... Oh my gosh, Daniel is Daniel is what we hate. He's the one that's here for, for to get followers. He wants yeah. to be an influencer. I'm materialistic, Barbie. Uh, I love you so much, Daniel. I only see his numbers, but no, I I was like so convinced that there was gonna be some type of redemption room or something, and I'm a little upset. I mean. I mean, Janelle was literally, like, feeding, and, like, she made it seem like producers had told her, don't worry, like, you'll be fine. Did you, did you just name it yourself, The Redemption Room, or did you see that somewhere else? Um, I mean, I just, I mean, I kind of think that'd be a cute name. I I mean, mean, it sticks with the alliteration, I was just wondering, it was a good name. Yeah, Safety Suite, Redemption Room, and then we can have, like, the Chaos Court. Or, like, I don't know, Camp Comeback, maybe? (laughs) (laughs) Camp Comeback is reopened. Just spitballing here. Um, I wish. (laughs) I would have loved to see Camp Comeback this season, honestly, and have the evicted players still in that house. Can you imagine? David would open up the door to the backyard and jump and hop over the fence immediately. I guarantee you. Yeah. Okay. I got a question, y'all. So me and Lucas were talking today, and we were thinking, like, what is it? Like, these modern seasons of Big Brother, it's same old, same old. Like, there's the storyline is a majority alliance forms, and, um, like, it's, like, nine, ten people, whatever the case may be. And then there's just they just pick off the middle people or the bottom of the house and whatever. That's what happens every season nowadays. And, and like, the smaller cast seasons this was never a problem so i mean to the extent obviously like obviously there was majority alliances at times but they never like stuck as much as they do nowadays it seems like so do y'all think that like bigger casts equal like boring gameplay um no i just think that newer casts don't play as aggressively they play mob mentality. Really? I, because I don't know. I think that like if there was like a 13, 14 cast, then maybe we'd see a difference, possibly. I think it, it also has in large part to do with the age of a lot of these casts. You know, aside from BB-22, where there was obvious pre-gaming going on, and I think we can blame that 
in large part on these large alliances that have formed. Uh, and we could think Derek Lavasser or Dan Giesling. I don't know what theories you have uh, in your mind. Um, but I also think having younger cast really has a lot to do with it. And that's why we see a lot of the older cast members get voted off first because they just can't uh make those same connections with people and that's why seeing kevin schley huber make it to final five is just like a miracle what people are saying no i just checked the feeds it's still puppies they're just making that oh, up i hate the chat <laughs> wow they're gonna troll you i just i just said the chat was beautiful and now you're going to say <laughs> how dare you i don't think a bigger they're cast fine, has really anything to do with it i just think that uh one i think they give people the wrong seasons to uh, look over for the people mm-hmm. who haven't watched the game before i think that's a big deal in a lot of this they're like hey um we'd like to recruit you for this game you'd be fantastic here watch season 18 <laughs> <laughs> and, and and a lot of the times you get these people that are really there uh for not the right reasons to play the game and so i think a good avenue for a lot of those people is oh if I get in this majority alliance, I can coast for a while and get my TV time, you know? Um, Which, I mean, if you're going into that, look, if you're going into the house as a player, it's, and you know that's how the game is being played now because it has evolved into this is the way the game is played. I hate it. I don't like that type of gameplay. But if you're going into the house and you actually want to win, you do whatever you got to do to win and if that's what you have to do to win then do it it i mean can't fault them for it it's just boring i don't like it i'd love to see somebody come in and 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 shake the game up and play it differently and i know people are always like Derek lavasser ruined this game but i don't think it was that I, i take it all the way back to the brigade and i don't hate the brigade i like season 12 i mean i like season 16 too but I don't think Derek Lavasser, listen, can y'all stands make up your minds? Did Derek Lavasser win the game or, or ruin the game? Or, you know, does he not have the power? Like he either doesn't have the power and he played against stupid people or he's so powerful that he ruined an entire like show over many seasons. <laughs> so does he have power or not power? Y'all don't make sense. But I, that's because I think it goes all the way back to the steamrolling that took place in season 12. I think that's where it, the turnaround started, to be honest. But I think it still fluctuated a little, but that was the first time that we saw that kind of gameplay. And I was just like, that's brilliant. Stop. I don't want to watch that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just... <sighs> This is what it is. If I were going to go in, I would have to play that way, though, because you can't play the other way or you go home. Maybe Big Brother should just adapt to more sequester-style rules with these weird vote counts and you can only have... Yeah. (laughs) Uh, They got to do something. They got to fix this. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they definitely need to combat. I feel like if they combat these large alliances forming early on, then that completely changes the game. But we've seen... I, th- I think the only time we've seen recently where there hasn't been this one huge conglomerate forming early on uh, is season 20. And that's the only time we're like, okay, there's something going here. But then, of course, you have one side that just steamrolls all the way to the end. Uh, and it suddenly becomes uninteresting. It's just, it's, 
I don't. I, I don't... like the power shifts, which I mean, Janelle and Caser both come from a time period when that was very prevalent. Yeah. And so sad. We didn't get that this season. You can also blame more physical comps early on in this game, and then especially later on in this game, or just more physical comps all around. Well, uh, they have they they haven't been that physical this season. Surprisingly, they're I not mean, going to be too I, physical this season, I don't think. Which is what I'm hopeful for. You're just having unfortunate winners so far, <laughs> right? And that's what I'm saying. Like, just make them all skill, like different skills. Like, don't make them v extremely physically demanding or even. I mean, like you can obviously but just like, a good have, mix. Like, have yeah, a good mix of all of it. Yeah, I would like that. I think this game so was. Uh, I I think Cody winning that HOH is really what we can point to uh, this season as probably the turning point, which is like right when this game began. But uh, you go <laughs> back and you have uh, an HOH that was not fair uh, in many ways uh, for the women in that competition, and we, we've gone over that plenty of times. And then you have oh, more so unfairness annoying. in the final part of the actual HOH competition with the, the wobbly stars. Uh, and <laughs> and that's the official name for it. The wobbly, the wobbly, the wobbly star. stars comp. Yeah, get ready for yeah. a future HOH comp when that comes back up. Um, but you, that getting off to season on that kind of note uh, really set the tone, I think. And someone's going to have to break that tone sometime soon because it's very, it's been, it's been monotone. We've had one string of power this entire season so far. And it, can CBS put me in charge, please? Please. Also, can I work remotely? Cause I don't want to live out there, but <laughs> can I just be in charge? And let me fix this for you because you're just messing it all up. You are messing up my game, CBS. Stop it. I don't like it. I'm going to fix it. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel's going to work closely by my side, and we're going to spend all day arguing about what to do. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be horrible. Uh, that'd, be, be, that'd be, like, the best worst thing ever. <laughs> it's, like, sad that there's been, like, more drama, if you will, on this podcast tonight than there's been on the whole season of Big Brother 20, and we're, like, on week four. That is completely accurate. I just, yeah, I don't, I feel like this large alliance thing that we've been talking about has just been something that worked one time in Big Brother, so everyone thinks they can do the same thing, and so far, the case is there that it works almost every time to form a big alliance early on, at least if you want to last the first few weeks in this game. Yeah, uh, if you want to, you, you have to play the numbers in order to play this game these days, and and that sucks. Like, it was fine-ish when it first happened, but now it's just repetitive. Can, like, stop the merry-go-round. I don't like it anymore. And I, I feel somewhat confident, and people don't see like see it like this, and that's fine. Uh, but we're still early on in this game. And I think the plus that we have to look at right now is that there may be one big alliance with the committee and kind of a sub-alliance if you want to look at the Slick Six, if you want to attach Enzo to this. But there are so many alliances going around that there is a chance well, that there could be some reformation. But the the unfortunate thing is that to have reformation, you would have needed a Caser HOH or a Bailey HOH in order to have these people start going against each other. And then maybe you have two sides by the end of the week. That was the big hope. 
but mm-hmm. I don't know if we'll have that with an Enzo HOH. But there's, I, I think it's still earning on in this game to go ahead and say, oh, this alliance is going to stay together all the way to the end. No way. But like, they're not absolutely going to. not. No. Eventually, there's going to be some good drama between this alliance. But right now, we're just in a low point where we're like, is it? When is it going to happen? Or is this? How predictable is this going to be? And for how long? Uh, which is not the fun part. This is not the fun part of the game. Yeah, I, I thumbs down, dislike. I just don't encourage them. Sorry. Oh, oh. sorry. No, thumbs up. <laughs> Big like, so much like. <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. So frustrating, so annoying. <laughs> and on that note, I think we're done. Yeah, let's be done. I need Janelle's to... funeral is over. Yeah, yeah. Who? We... Islands in the Janelle's funeral? funeral. I'm just kidding. Yes, I, I no. I am sad that that Janelle went home though. Truly, truly, I am. I did not want that at all. Islands... I argue with Daniel a lot, but sorry. Go ahead. Islands in the stream send off to Janelle. Should we have it? Yeah, let's do it. Copyright it. Can I? I'll find like a. I'll find a cover or something. Is there speed an... up the volume by two or something? <laughs> that won't sound good. Um, can I play... Islands in the stream karaoke version. <laughs> I find the karaoke. All right. Um, play. I need I it for the tutorial. Daniel, don't lie. You know every word. This is your favorite song. All right, awesome. we will be back. Has uh, the words. We will be back later for a live feed update where we will cover whoever has won HOH. Uh, again, it is not confirmed. Uh, the feeds are still down, but it's looking like it's going to be Enzo. In the meantime, though, until our next podcast, if you want to subscribe to the channel, if you haven't yet, uh, please do. If you want to like this video, please do. If you want to follow any of us on Twitter, I am at Spicy Barrett. Roxy's at Roxy underscore Hotman. And Daniel is at Daniel Icon Brown. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts or any podcast platform that you choose if you don't want to look at our faces while we do this. Because uh, I understand if you don't. You can... Um, Go join our Facebook group. If you want to talk to Big Brother 24-7 or if you don't have the live feeds and want to talk about them, please go do that. There's a lot of good people in there. Um, that's pretty much it for me. But we will see you when we see you. Thank you for watching, everyone. <laughs>